up in the air sometimes saying ayo saying yo 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 it's the interns podcast please don't let that be the intro that's the intro no i was gonna make some some tacky bible like trait to it but i didn't get there okay here we go now we're keeping this but make your bible thing I throw my hands up in the air sometimes, saying, Ayo, worship God, oh. All right. I want to celebrate and live his life, saying, Ayo, <laughs> Jesus is Gotta my homeboy, yo. <laughs> let go and let God, baby. No, 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 no. Please, I don't want any of this, Nate. <laughs> uh, this is Stan. <laughs> Take this away from me. <laughs> Uh, you created this monster. <laughs> uh, well, it's your boy Nate with, and it's it's me, Brad, the unfortunate singer. Yeah, he he's got a great voice, guys. Great mm-hmm. voice. Yeah. Um, no, well, f- speaking of great voices, uh, your wife just joined the choir. Oh, yeah, we're hopping in strong. Yeah, man. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, she she hopped in. She sings beautifully, mm-hmm. beautifully. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day was yesterday. You can see. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to be honest, Jess is Jess is not a bad singer. Yeah. I'm a bad singer. Jess is not a bad singer. But she's never really fostered that talent and so she's also not a excellent singer. Yeah. 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 I think that's how me and Kate are. I don't I've heard Kate sing a few times under her breath or and she's she's got a good she's got a good voice uh and I people say the same thing when I say people, Kate and and Others that are close to me have said the same thing about me, uh, but we both have, we have, we can hold a tune, but as far as like training and actually being able to sing, yeah, neither of us yeah. are there. So, But you don't need that to be in the choir, in the baby. Choir, man. I was so happy to see her up there. Yeah. So awesome. She was jiving, dude. She yeah. was getting, she was yeah. getting into it. I was like, I was like, no, Jess, singing is one thing. You got to bring the hype while you're up mm-hmm. there. You she was clapping. Bring... She was moving. I gave her a flag. I said, spin this. Spin it, spin it, <laughs> guys. Don't worry. <laughs> it was it was a politically correct flag. <laughs> no, no. no, I'm just. There was no flag. There are no flags. <laughs> no flag. Only flag we got here is red flags, and that's just this podcast <laughs> is a red flag. No, I'm kidding. A, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's the only red flag the church is waving. No, podcast. no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> We need an intern's flag. That'd be an cool. Intern's flag. An intern's flag. We need to work on our stickers first, man. No, we have so much, so much. I, guys, we have so many ideas, and none of them come to fruition. Yeah. So, uh, well, Brad, what did we do this week? Uh, this week was a whole lot of fun. I I love this week. We did Night to Shine this week. Let's go. What is Night to Shine? Night Night to Shine is a a party. It's a prom uh sponsored by the Tim Tebow Foundation. So a lot of churches do it around the US and um it holds a prom for the special needs community. Yeah. That that's all it is. Is yeah. it's a it's a night full of of dancing and karaoke mm. and food and just it's a blast. Yeah, it is. It was my first year. This is your second year of seeing it. Um, it is. I, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and he was. It was a friend from home, and he was kind of asking me, you know, hey, how's the church going? Uh, what kind of church are you at? And I said, well, I'm at a Baptist church. And he goes. 
uh, oh, okay, cool. But it was funny that I was able to look to him and say, but it's not, it wasn't, it's not even like a traditional Baptist church. This is what we just did. We just had this huge party uh, full of uh, dancing and fun uh, for this community because we want to serve our community. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Stetson does that so well. We serve, this church serves the community from the staff to also the volunteers that were there that helped out. I mean, we could the Night to Shine couldn't work without all the volunteers coming together and saying, We're gonna we're gonna take a role, uh, we're going to put our wants aside and we're gonna use this night just to to help and support and love on this community. Mm-hmm. So um it's I would say it's the something that really tickled me the night was and this is not the norm for those who do not attend Stetson Baptist, but I loved that the DJ while we were dancing in the gym, the DJ stopped the song, turned down for what, so that a gospel presentation yeah. could be given. I just, I just giggled so much yeah. at that. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's a prom night, and um, the music was clean. Yeah. But I mean, we were, we were just there to to dance and and throw a party for that community. Yeah. And then there is something to be said that at some point there is a hey, we need to be the church that comes and and um you know presents the gospel in a great way uh, through words and through the acknowledgement of who Jesus is. There's another thing to say. We also need to be the hands and feet. And when we see a need and we see a way to serve a, a community with whether letting them use our space or if it's us serving them literally by being volunteers and being servers or um you know, what's called buddies who are those who go and and hang out with the VIPs uh, or whatever capacity you served at Night to Shine, um, that is also showing the gospel, you know, even if it isn't just proclaiming it through your mouth, uh, showing that we care, Mm -hmm. that there is something different about us. We have no reason to be here other than that we love you and we want to show Jesus's love for you through our love for you. Yeah. So this is my second year. I, I want to hear it through fresh eyes, though. What was mm-hmm. your favorite part? What my did you favorite think? part? Uh, my favorite part was I got to. I was a floater. Um, they gave me a yellow lanyard and said, "Hey, apparently you're important." Um, and I answered almost maybe zero questions. So it was really <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I, I walked around a lot just to kind of check on everybody and see how everybody was doing as far as volunteer wise. But I was able to kind of go through the red carpet, not not from the on the red carpet, but around it and see the first stations that the VIPs, uh, would walk through. Um, and VIPs, by the way, that, that is the term that we use, uh, for those who are, uh, registered and attending the, the, uh, special needs prom or the night to shine event. Um, and so I got to see their, their look of, um, excitement the moment they walked around the corner and saw that there's, like people are ready just to serve them and love on them because they would walk around the corner and there's two rooms. One is a shoe shining room and the other is a hair and makeup touch up room. Um, and just to literally watch them walk around that corner and instantly people going, Hey, let come in here. Let's shine your shoes, man. You got some really nice, somebody had Crocs. And like, let me, <laughs> let me shine your Crocs. And, and their look of excitement to, to, as they realize Oh my gosh, I am so like this is for me, and um, you know, I, I'm kind of the, uh, the the main attention tonight. Um, it was really cool to see their face just light up mm-hmm. uh, from that first look, and obviously the red carpet. I mean, there's there's nothing um, more satisfying than kind of watching the nighttime video that we have. 
um, to see all of their faces just light up when they they come through uh, and they are on the red carpet and all the eyes are on them clapping and shouting for them. Um, and as they just danced the night away, man, it, yeah. they just had so much fun. Uh, and it was it was in that moment that, you know, the day is just so tiring as you're leading up to it, because obviously me and you, we had to get there early to set up the entire church for the event. And then also we stayed late tear down. Yeah. As well as we were there. So, and that's kind of technically, that's kind of our day that we're supposed to be, uh, that we're not working if we're honest. And, and, but so we're coming in on that extra day, but man, once you're in that event, it is so worth it. It's so like, fun. Yeah, yeah. Every time you see a face, uh, and they're just like lit up, uh, smiling from ear to ear, um, you forget about all the work that went into it, all the grueling work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were just so thankful that you were, you were able to be a part of this. Yeah. The the red carpet really spoke a lot to me where what they do is is um we put like a, a black curtain, a black drape, mm-hmm. and and Nicole, who was the MC and and probably is winning the award for most shout outs at the interns podcast. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we give her it's a weekly thing. Yeah. Uh she was the MC and so she would stop all of these VIPs and she would be like, Hey, we want to celebrate you. You're gonna walk down the red carpet. We have people cheering for you. Do you want a loud cheer or a little cheer to like to accommodate yeah. for for overstimulation? And my favorite were the little cheers because it'd be like, all right, we're going to give a, a little cheer for, you know, such and such. Everybody give your quietest round of applause. And they would like w- go through the the curtain and and there's like 60, 70 people on the other side going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that brought me a lot of joy. Um, my one, um, my one heartwarming story was, it was sort of, it was by, it was the end of the night and, and the VIPs were getting picked up and everybody was starting to leave, but there were still like hundreds of people in the gym, like on the dance floor, Mm -hmm. eating food. And so I had a dad come up and he was like, Hey, can you find my son? It's time for me to get him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, technically you know you're not allowed in the dance floor you're not a you're not a volunteer and so i was like well let me try to find him and he showed me a picture and i walk around for like five minutes and there's just so many people moving i'm like i'm never gonna find this guy never gonna find him so i come back to the foyer and i'm like hey i'm never gonna find him in a million years here's dad here come on i'll just hang out with you and so well can i interject real quick yeah he he gave you instruction of where to look Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I I said, where would he be? Because it's loud in there. Yeah. And he goes, he's a really quiet kid. He's probably he's probably not dancing. He's probably, you know, chilling in a corner or inclusive or yeah, or he he typically sticks to himself. And I'm like, okay, couldn't still couldn't find him. Came back. Told him never gonna find him. Brought him in. I brought him in, and he's just looking everywhere. And I had to go handle something for like a minute. Yeah. So I left. I handled what I needed to, and I came back to him. And this dad has his phone out and just the biggest smile on his face. And I go, "Hey, did you find him?" And he goes, "Yeah, he's over there doing the cha-cha slide." Mm. And sure enough, he pointed him to me, and this guy is just getting it yeah. over there. And the time of his life. <laughs> And the dad, oh, he just had the happiest smile on his face, just taking all the pictures he could. And boy, did that just 
that brought such a smile to my face. Yeah. I mean, it's stories like that that just keep you. I mean, they really just they just energize you so much, and you it just makes you so thankful that uh, we serve a church uh, and serve at a church that loves to serve its community. Um, from again, from the staff to all the people that go to it, there wasn't a moment where we felt like, oh, we don't have enough volunteers. No, I mean, everybody wanted to help out at this. And I think it's because they knew how special of an opportunity it was to show the love of Jesus. So very thankful to the church that we serve. So much fun. Yeah. yeah. What a blast. What a unique opportunity. Oh, when a lot of work goes into it, but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, that's kind of the highlight. I mean, we didn't really do much else. Um, we deflated all the balloons. Yeah. Now that, I'm telling you, there's work on the backside, but I mean, that's well worth it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right now they're up in the mezzanine and they have sombreros that are yeah, helping deflate it. The the, the balloons wear sombreros and these sombreros are really heavy. Um and so we just, yeah, put a sombrero on this big old balloon and then we walk away and come back the next yeah, day. I read, I read sombrero this morning, by the way, when you were talking to Pastor Dan, that's You're what awesome. I went and did. Yeah. You're the best. Yeah. I was going to actually ask yeah. if we need to read sombrero today. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. Cause you already did. Um, well, cool, man. Well, um, Hey, usually kind of the way this works is that we do some some fun topics and then we get into more of a serious one at the end. But we kind of there is something that we wanted to talk about and and it involves you, um, the listeners and myself and really everybody other than you and Jess have been um, kind of watching you as uh, watching you guys, if you will, you and Jess walk through the process of of IMB and um you were kind of in, in a, we've left the audience and, and luckily I, I've been able to kind of have an inside ear because we share an office and I, I ask you too many questions about it. Um, You're relentless, yeah, man. And I, I just like try to pull it away. Sometimes <laughs> I sneak through your, your stuff and I go, is there any letters? Is there any? Um, got on your phone one time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but hey, we, we've kind of left the listeners with, at one point in the uh, process and I, I can't remember exactly all they know, but can you just kind of update us and give us all that you have now, like news wise for um for the IMB process? Yeah, so I'll I'll start off with the big news. Um, as as of about two days ago, uh, Jess and I accepted position. What are you doing with that? Keep going. Jess and I accepted positions to be church planners. Let's go. Okay. I think <laughs> Nate just Nate just totally moved his mic really to call me out. <laughs> we accepted church planner positions uh a little north of Bangkok, Thailand. Mm-hmm. Uh so what I it very exciting. Um we're super thrilled. I I want to always give this this clarification that we have one more formality we need to go through in April. Mm-hmm. And this one's totally out of our control. What we're going to do is our rep is presenting us to like the IMB committee and they give the final approval for all missionaries. Yeah. And so um it's out of my control. Um I'm I'm publicly talking about it because it's it seems pretty locked in, but yeah. I, I just always want to give that exception that there may be a moment where hopefully I don't get shot down. Yeah. Or well, you're talking publicly about it, but you're all obviously always mentioning this 
yes, I got it. I've accepted this job, but there is this one thing that has to happen. Yes. And then, so. Yeah. So, um, there, there's that. I was also, oh, number two, I've had this question asked a few times. Uh, Thailand is an open country, so I'm good to talk about it. Cool. Cool. Okay. So, uh, I, I remember, well, I think I remember the stopping point with the audience is we sort of said, like, Jess and I have to start looking for jobs. Yeah. And I don't remember how much further I got than that. So I just sort of want to talk a little bit about what we yeah, went through. Do. Yeah, because I took a pause because Jess and I just had to start applying and we had to really start discerning what job that we wanted. We had to see, do we jive with team leads? Do we do we like the the position and their objectives and it was sort of just like all really up in the air and so i just wanted to take a moment instead of like saying like uh, this job or that job and, and doing like a lot of heavy consideration publicly i was like i just need to take a moment and i'll come back to actually talking to people about how it's going yeah um so what we did was you're allowed to apply for three jobs at a time and jess and i applied for three all of them were in thailand um we really, we really hurt for East East Asia. It's uh, the IMB calls it APAC, Asia Pacific. Which can I just interject? Um, that was a true. Can you talk a little bit about the, God's work in that? Because uh, obviously, and, and maybe you mentioned this a little earlier, but I, I think we need to harp on a little bit more uh, of just you kind of going through your, since eighteen, trying to go into the IMB, not having a a heart for any people group, no. um, and then really just a sudden change once you went to the IMB headquarters. Yeah. So during the interview, um, during the IMB interview process, it was like three days that we spent in Virginia, and I thought it was so funny. One of one of the things that we had to do was you, we were given an hour of quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. Come on, man. It's like, I'm going to have a job interview and, and it's like, do your devotion. It's, <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, Mr. I will do, will do. Yeah. Um, and they, there was a wide array. It was almost, I'm going to be honest. It was a little silly looking because one of them was like, draw how you feel about God's love for the world. Mm. And it was meant for artistic people. One of them was like, write your sins that you struggle with on this piece of paper on, with like Sharpie and then throw it into this bowl of water and that's God's forgiveness. Yeah. It's stuff that like I looked at and I was like, it's a little corny and most of it did not appeal to me. Yeah. But one of well, them- it sounds very youth camp-like. Yeah, very youth camp-like. But I mean, Jess immediately gravitated to the draw. Yeah. And so I was like, Okay. And so I went there. I did some like biblical reading on the mandates of church planting and sharing the gospel. But then there was one, it was like, pray for the people groups. And I said, God, I'm going to do this because I have no clue where I'm supposed to go. And um, the first one I looked at was South Asia, which when the IMB says South Asia, they typically mean India. Yeah. And they are really highlighting India. There's a lot of work going on there right now, and the because of the population size, but also there's a lot of like churches being planted there. There's a lot of salvations happening in India. Mm, praise God. Yeah, and I was looking at the numbers, and it's like there's a lot of people in India, so it's really high number. But the church planters really high number, gospel shares really high, and the salvations were really high. And I was like, that's awesome. Then I looked at East Asia, APAC. And something just floored me where it was these it was almost the same amount of people as India mm -hmm. or more, probably a little bit higher because it includes China. 
the gospel presentations being made in APAC were also nearly as high. And I was like, wow, people are sharing the gospel as, as faithfully as, as India, South Asia. But the salvation rate was terrible. Yeah. I was just miserable. And the church planting also equally was just just as low. And it just like it broke my heart. Yeah. I was like, God, people are working really hard in APAC, but there's just not a lot happening over there. Yeah. And that that was a big moment for me because I just stopped and I told Jess and I was like, hey, you know, I, I come at stuff pretty, pretty face value. There's work happening in APAC and there's not a lot of results. And yeah. I would love to see that change. People yeah. need it. And so that just really pointed us to there. And then we were like, God really like felt, we really felt like God was pointing us to work in sort of like a, a Buddhist culture. Mm -hmm. And so we just started Googling what are Buddhist countries and Thailand is 94% Buddhist. And so we were like, okay, we're going to focus there. Yeah. Well, I mean, what it sounds like is there's a bunch of little steps that kind of led you, uh -huh. um, which I mean, it, you know, as, as somebody that's been around you for just such a long time, almost a year now, you know, I mean, majority of your life, if you will, just joke. <laughs> majority of my um, life. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of, that seems to be you're very logical and you like to see, uh, you don't take any big irrational moves. And so it's, it was great to see the Lord, um, not only honor that, but work through that of understanding who you are at heart of this, this needing these small little movements over a period of time to, to kind of come to where, uh, where you are aligned with, with his wishes for your life as well. That was really cool to, to hear about an experience from the outside. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. because I've, I mentioned it earlier, boy, was I tired of the, where do you feel led to go? Yeah. 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 I was like, ah. I don't know. <laughs> so, so continuing on, um, we interviewed for three jobs. One of them we were very excited about. It was called the creative job. And this job wasn't a church planner. Jess and I were still a little concerned about being considered church planners. Um, the job was to create promotional material for APAC. Mm. And so this was the one, if you get like the little IMB prayer calendar, they worked on this. Yeah. They worked on, they made curriculum, they made those little newsletters that you might get from the IMB. And Jess and I both have, we have some creative muscles. Jess loves art. I can write. Yeah. Kind of. Your minor was in English, right? Yeah. My my major. Your major? Yeah. I, I'm a double. I have two That's bachelors. right. Double major. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Flex. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Um, So we really excited for that, but we were like woefully unqualified because I've been in ministry my whole life. My resume doesn't have anything about journalism or yeah. writing. So we go into this interview and Jess and I really, we just, both sides were like, hey, we're not qualified for this. Them too. They were like, you're not qualified. And we were like, we will try really hard. And yeah. they were like, send us some material. And Jess wowed me. She's really good. She sent uh, something she created through digital media that like linked Everything that we're involved with, with just like, uh, like clean links and beautiful pictures and brief synopsises or synopses, and it was like it was so well done. It was very well done. They ghosted us. <laughs> Sorry about that. So then we we interviewed while we were waiting for them. We interviewed jobs two and three. Both of them were church planners in Thailand, and I remember after job two, 
I left that interview, I came into it pretty pessimistic. I came out of it going, wow, I can do that. Yeah. And I said, I can see myself doing that. And then job three as well. We left job three and I was like, wow, maybe I can be a church planter. Mm -hmm. It seemed like such a, a steep thing, but I was like, I, I love doing that. That sounds like something I, I would love to give my life to. So uh, a few days later, we, we interviewed with him. A few days later, we get a call from a rep. They say, job number two wants you. And I was like, praise God. That's awesome. Uh, the next day, my rep calls again. She says, job number three also wants you. Yeah, now you got to decide. And I was like, God, why'd you do that to me? Um, so what we did was we scheduled two more interviews with them. In the meantime, job one, the creative job, uh, called me, actually called me. It was cool to get called from Thailand. And they said, he said, you're not qualified. I'm sorry. But he goes, what I did was I called the church planning team in the city because I think you would be great there. Mm. And I was like, and he said, no positions. And I was like, well, thank you. You know, that, that affirms me a little bit. Yeah. We've talked about Japan a few times. We had one last call with Japan. Door was completely closed. That's it for Japan. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. So we had one more interview each with job two and job three. And Jess and I had a talk and it was like, I leaned towards job two. Jess said she really liked job three. And that was something that we were both like, okay, this isn't going to be easy. Yeah. And so we we took our biblical principle from last week and Jess were Jess and I were like, we're gonna fast about it mm -hmm. 24 hours and we're gonna see what where God leads. I just had a piece about job two, and and I'll acknowledge with Jess that job three's leadership seemed a little bit more relatable, but there was something about job two that just like really resonated with me that I couldn't describe that well. And um so we we prayed and we prayed and we got to the end of it. And I was like, Jess, I'm ready to make a decision. And and I want to make that decision. I want to be that leader, but I'm not I'm not leaving you in the dust. You I need to know what you're thinking and I need to know if you're okay with me making this call. Yeah. And she eventually she was like, Brad, what makes me the happiest is that I I can follow you. And we can we can serve God together. Mm, that's good. Yeah, it was great. And so we called and we we made that confirmation. Yeah. So I still need to email job three and tell them that we took job two, and I need to tell them how tough of a pick it was. Yeah. Yeah. It does make me laugh that you you were talking about making that decision. You never said that you chose job two until that moment. You're like, oh, I need to email job three to tell him I took job two. So yeah, you you ended up taking <laughs> job two. <laughs> Whoops, yeah, yeah, I took job two. Yeah, um, which I mean, just from an outsider, uh, and I I want to say this because it really is, I believe, um, the Lord working in my spirit. Um, and from the very start that you had these two. Uh, I mean, I, I confirmed and told you this multiple times. I had a piece about job two for you. Um, for some reason, it was just even hearing other people on the staff kind of ask you like, hey, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? For some reason, I was like, man, he better choose job two. Um, and I never I, all I knew was kind of the facts that y'all told me. And yeah, I felt like uh, job two definitely fit what you um, your calling was a little better. Uh, but more so, there was a weird satisfaction of after hearing job two, you know, kind of offer you the job of, man, he better take that. Cause that's, 
I think the Lord is really going to work there. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he wouldn't have worked in the other areas, but um, and it, it was a true joy to hear that um, the Lord really did confirm that calling in you as well and in, in Jess. Because um, you did mention that you guys kind of had conflicting feelings as far as job two and job three. Uh, but, you know, could you talk a little bit more about that on, on Jess's side? Because I don't think, you know, what I'm really hitting at is I don't think there was a part portion of like Jess was like, I guess I'm just gonna have to give in. Oh no, 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 no. So it wasn't like some some bitter feud or anything. I went to I, I told Jess, I said, I still like job two because that that feels like it really aligns with the career path we want to take mm-hmm. and our our passions for reaching people. Yeah. And Jess was like, I see that, but I really like job threes leadership. I think that they would be great like spiritual leaders. I think we could do a lot of work alongside them. Yeah. And so it was like two really convincing perspectives. Yeah. But uh, I just kept coming back to job two and I was like uh, their leadership. I said their leadership was also good. And I agreed with Jess. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I think we clicked with them better, but like our goal is to do church planting. I, I think that should trump it a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. So, yeah, I just want to make sure that, I mean, you know, the listeners and, and and all of us understand that this was a huge decision that y'all made together and that God was definitely glorified yes. throughout it. Yes. Um, no, no. There's, yeah. There's no bitterness or, or strife with, between job, you and job three or even you and Jess. It was, it was made very correctly honestly and i have i haven't had any second thoughts uh jess is away for a few days so i texted her yesterday and was like how how are you thinking what have you thought about our decision for job two and she said i haven't thought about it and when jess says that that means that she's not second guessing it for you know 16 hours yeah she's got peace yeah and i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for letting us know the lingo that that means like mm-hmm. so we can understand. Um, There's it's it's called Jess speak. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> you need you got Christianese now you got uh, Jess speak. You need to have good discernment. Yeah. Um so I I want to talk a little bit about like the trajectory yeah. of my internship. Yeah. Uh what this does is this puts me on a on a pretty clear-cut path to be leaving Stetson Baptist at the end of July. Yeah. Which there's no lame duck period. It's February for crying out loud. I, yeah. st- I still have like five months or whatever. Hang on my laptop. No, you're good. Um, yeah. And, and we, we kind of talked about this, obviously, for, for those who love and care about you here, uh, which is all of us, really. Um, you know, if you would have told us last July, hey, you got, you, you know, this, mar- this marks the year. Like, I'm leaving in a year. Um, obviously with the internship, you are coming in at the end of your second year in May. And so you are on that correct timeline of, you know, year three being sent out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it doesn't, it definitely doesn't make it easier, uh, for any of us. So we want to spend this time just celebrating God's confirmation of your calling, um, over this last year and a half of, of trying to figure out this process. Uh, cause obviously I feel like the first half of that year, you're just getting into the intern shoes. But since then, man, you, you and Jess really have just taken that, that calling head on and mm-hmm. said, Hey, we, we really want to solidify and do all we can, um, to make sure that, that this is what the Lord has for us. And just to have that fully, truly confirmed now, it's just a blessing. And we definitely want to spend this time, uh, kind of like that victory lap of just celebrating you over and over throughout Thank it. You. 
Um, so what I expect is the week before I go, I want like an in memoriam PowerPoint of okay. me. Yeah. And we'll play it during we'll the podcast. It. Yeah. In the arms of the angel. And it's just random pictures of, of me doing dumb stuff. Yeah. 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 I like your <laughs> There's a picture here's of you where, in there. Here's here's where um Brad wrecked a forklift. I don't know. Or no. So what what does that mean for the podcast? Yeah, Nate? for the podcast. Uh, so what that means is that in July we're uh, that'll be our last episode, and we're gonna we're gonna call it quits. And, <sighs> Thank goodness, and that'll be it. Yeah. And so you guys got till July. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not that important. You don't get to shut us down. No, what that means is, um, which I think I can talk about this openly. Maybe I need to get this checked by Brad before I say. Well, it. let's let's keep it vague. Vague. I don't think it's a surprise to the church. What yeah, you're about it should to be. Say. We are going to get a new intern. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's no shock. So yeah, cool. Okay, making sure. Yeah, like the, obviously this is inter- internship will not. It, it'll, your tenure here will end, uh, but then the next the next steps would be okay. Well, now we're gonna pull hire somebody someone back else. In. Yeah. Um, and so what what will happen is really he'll he'll take your shoes, man. He'll take your I, spot. I'm season one. Baby. You're season one. Uh, we'll we'll graduate to season two. Uh, and for anybody that's like that's kind of rough. I, I'm I'm expecting the same thing when I leave. Um, we've kind of, we've made an internal decision. We have not passed this by any leadership, uh, but for us being a part of the interns podcast is now a part of the internship. We'll force you. Yeah. You like have to, you can't say, I don't want to do this. Then you, you don't get the job. That's the, I will, we will, I will ignore you. If you get in here and you want to be an intern and you say, I don't want to be part of the interns podcast, you're going to, I'm, I'm moving your, uh, office out of our office into a supply closet and we will not speak. Yeah. You know, like you have to do this. It'd <laughs> be so. so funny. It's like, well, how's your interns? Oh, it was wonderful. They jive so well, but then one of them left and now they hate each other. Yeah, they can't stand <laughs> each other. So, Why? Um, podcast. 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 He wouldn't do the podcast. Tears, so. tears families apart. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously the goal when we started this, Brad, was uh, we were like, let's make an intern's podcast. Or we said, let's make a podcast. And then, we're, then we said, what do we want to make it about? And we said, well, we're interns. So I guess that's kind of what we're limited to. Um, the goal is, I mean, if we can, to, to let this catch on to be something that can just you know, survive longer than us and just continue to to flourish and, and, and go uh, even when we're gone. And so I think the first step of that would be when you're gone, the next step, it would be pulling that person in and then kind of training him up to want to be in the interns podcast. So then when I leave, uh, the next person will. And that'll be a very, yeah. very uh, fun time for us to be able to like, think about this. Are you going to listen to the interns podcast? Absolutely. Like, I will try. I'm not a big podcast listener, Think but this, I, I will. It's one right. of the only times like you'll have to look back and be like, I wonder what they're talking about on the You're right. podcast. You're right. I, I will until you quit talking about me and then I'll quit. And then you'll quit. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, uh, sad, but um, but also a celebra- celebratory time. So we really wanted to use this this time just to talk about your process and um, what that looks like and what your timeline is. Um. So yeah, anybody that is listening to this, like this, this is a time we get to celebrate with Brad. Of again, I want to I want to just harp on this over and over. God's confirmation of your calling. I mean, you've had this since you said eighteen, right? Yeah. I mean, since you left left the house, you were like, I want to be. And I mean, that this has been what 
14 grueling years of, of watching that confirmation play out. And now you're, you're finally taking that step. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're at the end of that time to where you're literally going over and being a missionary. And we are so grateful and proud of you for all of the, that you've done here and all you've done throughout your life to prepare you for this. So. Thank you. I'm humbled. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. No, no awkwardness on this one. I'm, oh, I'm just like, I'm, I'm humbled. And I told Pastor Dan this earlier. I'm happy, but it's more of just a determination. Yeah. Man, I just want to get at it. Yeah. 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 You got that, that fire and that zeal just to get over there. And yeah. Let's do it. Don't forget the Let's cats, do it. man. I looked at my first Thai word yesterday. It's going to be an uphill battle. Dude, I remember you said, whoa. <laughs> that S is silent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've been, uh, Brad has been listening to Thai pop Thai music. pop. Yeah, Thai pop. And I got to say, guys, if you haven't checked out Thai pop. It was a bop. It's good, dude. Yeah. It's good stuff. So uh, what are we looking at on time? Okay, yeah, we're running out of time. We were going to talk about something else, but I, I think it was a good thing that we just spent mo- the majority of this podcast sure. talking about this. Yeah, this is a huge move. Let's end it here. Yeah. yeah. Or wrap it up here. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did you have some of that? No, not really. Oh, you're right. I, I, I felt like I just abruptly ended it when I shouldn't have abruptly ended it. Um, uh, oh, I do. I do. Um, on the leaving and stuff, this, this is very interesting, but um, the IMB has something they call the core missionary task. And it's the six steps every missionary should take when planning a church. Mm. Entry, evangelism, discipleship, healthy church formation, leadership development, and then a very interesting one, exit. Yeah. And um, to me, this internship, there is an exiting phase and there is a way to handle exiting with grace. Yeah. And so... um, that's how I view it. There's a way to celebrate someone leaving and moving on. And that's what I want to try to strive for. Yep. And um, I also think of George Washington's words in Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he's stepping down for presidency and he goes, I'm going to teach him how to move on. Mm. Mm, deep words. Such, such goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Such wisdom right there. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, top okay. that. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, um, you know, as as a church, as we talk about exiting, yeah, there is a way to exit, uh, but also let us remember, you know, when we got here, uh, one of the first words that we're told is. Hey, yeah, we we as a church are excited to watch you leave. Yes. You know, it, we're just as excited to see you come as we are to see you leave because yeah. that means we as a church did our job. And so Stetson Baptist, we want to say you as a church did your job in equipping Brad Connolly to be a missionary uh, because he has been solidified in that. And now he get we get to watch you take on that calling that you came in saying, this is what I want to be. And so congratulations for a Stetson Baptist for another successful internship. I, I told Brad we need to have a, a Hall of Fame. We need to hang a picture of every intern that's successful yeah. in like the worship center hallway. That'd be great. But if any of us fall from grace, remove them. Remove them. <laughs> and it, but don't remove the spot. Yeah. Like there's like a, a big X or something or maybe like or a just, little black drape in front of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> black drape. And then like a... Um, I don't know, like a, a small tombstone. That's yeah, like, rest in peace. Rest in peace, you know, internship, how long, how long he was in ministry <laughs> afterwards. That's rough. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. You know, we're we're, not we're done there. Okay. Real quick. I want to pray over you. Oh. And just pray. Um. So that and and listeners, I I would uh and and watchers, whatever. Um. If you have a chance, I would I would just ask that you continue to pray for Brad. Uh. Through this exiting phase. Um. And really, because it comes with new challenges of uh like the actual process of, of moving, of figuring out what are you going to take, what are you going to leave. Uh, also saying goodbye to so many people. Um. So there's added stress to that, obviously a new stress and exciting stress because of the news that you were granted uh, and given. So, but let me pray for you. Yeah. Uh, Lord God, we are just so thankful for, for your calling on Brad and Jess. Father, your confirmation of that uh, and Lord, all that has gone into this process. Uh, really, truly, Father, I say a grueling process. It, as an outsider watching them take on this calling, we see um, Lord, that it comes with so much attached to it. And so, Father, we are just so thankful that you have given them the endurance to take on each step with grace, humility, and confidence, uh, Lord, to endure all the the hardships and all the calling and the tasks that come with it. And Lord, we are just here to say thank you. Thank you for what you have done in Brad and Jess. Thank you for the great news that you have given them. And Lord, thank you that this is not the end of anything, but Lord, the start of a great and tremendous journey that you have been preparing and setting before them ever since, uh, Lord, ever since they were a, a thought. Lord, this was the calling that you had on their lives. And Lord, they get to celebrate, we get to celebrate that with them. Lord, as they go and they do great and mighty work, let us not think of them as as in fully apart from us, but Father, let them always stay in the forefront of our mind and our hearts, always praying for them, always bringing them before you. For Lord, they are doing great and mighty work for your kingdom and for your glory. Father, in this last month, or not month, but time period uh, of a few months with Brad and Jess, let us celebrate with them. Let us love on them. And Lord, most of all, let you be glorified through everything that we do and that they do in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks, All right, man. guys. Yeah, of course. Grace and peace. Bye.